What if you could target your advertising, your marketing spending on those people who are most likely to buy your offer? Now, this is, this is especially valuable if you are going after cold traffic audiences to be able to identify those people out in the vast unwashed masses who are the most likely to make a purchase to give you like high return on investment on your buying of traffic, your media buying, you know, putting ads, Google, Facebook, all the ad networks, etc. The secret to be able to do this is in something called high purchase intent. If you can find pockets of high purchase intent, you are going to be able to put your advertising in front of those people who are most likely to buy. So that's what we will dive into today. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. Now, before we get started, I want to say, check out the link in the description to welcome Matt Funnels to get new customers. It's completely relevant to today's episode. You need to be able to design offers that are specifically for new customers. And that training will guide you through that process. So with that, just check out the link in the description and let's talk about this, this finding high purchase intent. Now there are two paths to purchase intent. And one of the most common ways that it's talk about, talked about is in the context of a developing relationship with your buyers. And this is really common to pay attention to in B2B sales with a long purchase cycle, or if it's something high ticket where there may be a lot of shopping and then there is uh, an accelerated buying process at the end. Um, and in order to figure that stuff out, you do a lot of data analysis and you find the buying signals and some examples that, that uh, data analysis might bring out on your website could be things like a, a bunch of different page views in a session or specific pages visited, etc. And in fact, the ad networks are developing artificial intelligence to help you with things like retargeting, remarketing that allow you to retarget people who are um, at, at, at a place where they are close to, uh, close to buying in terms of an extended relationship with you. And you can do things like education-based marketing to move people along through that cycle. Um, now, that's not really the, the high purchase intent that we're talking about today. What we're talking about is finding markets, finding pockets within a market that have high purchase intent for something where they're interacting with you for the first time. And so what you're looking for here is just the ability to target high intent audiences. And of course, this is more like... Okay, the whole B2B, B2C thing, we're always selling to humans. And sometimes a B2B sale can just be made with a credit card on the fly, like with depending on the, the spending policies or whatever of the business. Um, so there's not a clear delineation between what works for B2B and what works for B2C. But in general, targeting these high intent audiences is going to be more common with B2C offers and it's going to be more common low ticket, so business to consumer. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So if you want to target high intent audiences, especially online, the ticket, the, the, the trick is to find buyers 
to give them what they want and to repeat. <laughs> so what do I mean by this? The finding buyers is kind of the tricky part. Uh, I, I have this, this analogy that I came up with recently. And um, actually, I taught it in a free web class last week. Um, but that's, that's behind us. So let's talk about it right now. So imagine for a minute that you or hypothetical buyer, let's say it's you, uh, imagine that you go on Google and you type in red basketball shoes. You're searching for red basketball shoes because you want, I don't know, maybe it's you, maybe it's a kid. You want red basketball shoes to match the, the uniform for playing basketball, whatever. You're, you're looking for red basketball shoes. Now imagine at the, that moment that somebody puts up an ad for blue sandals. Like we have the best blue sandals. You're gonna love these blue sandals. Like blue sandals are awesome. And, uh, and, and these are the best blue sandals that there are. Well, if you're searching for red basketball shoes, you're probably not going to be particularly prone to clicking on, on, on whatever results you get that are trying to sell you blue sandals. But if somebody were to say, uh, you know, we, we have cultivated the largest selection of red basketball shoes. We have red basketball sh shoes in all sizes. We have them for men, women, and children. We have them, uh, you know, red basketball shoes from all the major brands. We have, uh, you know, we are the red basketball shoe superstar. <laughs> and that person puts that ad out there and you just search for red basketball shoes. You're going to say, oh, okay, this is exactly what I'm looking for, right? And you're going to click and there's going to be a very high likelihood that you buy if you're engaging with their with their ads for red basketball shoes when you are searching for red basketball shoes. So a high purchase intent audience for red for a red basketball shoes offer might be people who are typing red basketball shoes into Google. Alternatively, that is not a high purchase intent audience for blue sandals. That said, those people who just search for red basketball shoes, three months from now, they could be looking for blue sandals. They could be in the market for blue sandals. Even next week, even later today, they could be in the market for blue sandals. They might be interested in blue sandals, but uh, you are not able to, it's going to be much harder to target people who search for red basketball shoes with a blue sandals offer and succeed financially and make a bunch of money financially, like a bunch of profits, versus giving someone who searches for red basketball shoes an ad for red basketball shoes. And that's, um, and, and so your blue sandals might sell very well to, you know, to all sorts of audiences that have some kind of propensity for sandals and blue sandals, et cetera. They're not necessarily going to sell very well to the people who are searching for red basketball shoes. And that's the difference between like a market first offer. So if we take this away from shoes completely, a market first offer identifies that there is a group of people that can be identified in some way that are, that are representative of this market. There's, it's this pocket of buyers. And we can create an offer that serves their demonstrated purchase intent versus an offer first offer. And I'm guilty of creating these as much as the next marketer. Like we love creating this offer that we're like, we think this is awesome. We, we wanna give this to people. We think that people are gonna love it. Uh, this, is, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. That's an offer first offer that it can sometimes work to go out and find an audience for 
that offer if you create from the offer first and then find an audience. That said, like, those offers won't necessarily work if you're just trying to stick them in front of, you know, blue sandals won't work if you're trying to stick them in front of the red basketball shoes buyer. Um, so it's 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 often easier to sell market first to cold traffic, especially if you're able to identify those pockets of traffic, those pockets of people who are proactively searching for a particular item and then you create an offer to serve that. So like that's the that's the core principle behind today's lesson. We're going to go into a little bit more detail in a second, but if you're finding this useful, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, engage with this episode in every way that you can so that you get more content like this delivered to you and so the magical algorithms of the internet will share it with more people like you who will find it valuable. So let's talk about how to find these high buying intent audiences. And one of the best ways to do so um, is is with keywords. Uh, now, so people are typing things into Google all the time. And sometimes they're just looking for free information. They're looking for, uh, you know, just just information that you might find. So if I'm looking for the hours of a particular local business, uh, I'm not necessarily uh, that keyword itself does not represent high purchase intent. Or let's say, how about this? The hours of the local library. I want to take my kids to the library this afternoon. What are their hours, right? Um, that, it's a keyword, right? But it does not necessarily represent high purchase intent. Alternatively, I might search for something like um, how to stop pay-per-click fraud or something like that, where I've identified that there's this problem that I'm trying to solve, and presumably there is a solution out there, or um, how to uh, how to make more professional-looking videos for YouTube, or, you know, whatever. Uh, how-to phrases are very common uh, as far as a representation of, I have a problem, I'm looking for a solution. And typically, those are pretty high in the purchase intent. Now, they're not always how-to phrases. In fact, there's a lot of different phrases that are um, that, that represent high purchase intent that are not necessarily how-to. And if you really try to analyze different keywords that people start to type into Google, and you can actually open up Google just in a, a new tab, preferably like in an incognito mode where it, you're not logged in and it's not giving you customized results based on your search history, but on a brand new uh, blank um, search history, right? You start to type into Google and you can see the different types of questions that people put in there, the different, um, the different search queries that they use. And you can start to guess, you can start to surmise, you put yourself in the mind of the person who would type that in. Are they currently just looking for information? Are they perhaps, uh, you know, window shopping? Are they looking to just gather information around something? Or are they actively seeking to buy something? Um, so if, if you're selling a service, there may be some keywords around hire or hiring that are relevant to the service, right? Um, or you can look for things like plural versus singular in the search phrase. Now, if you start to feed like the Google machine all of this from the advertising side and say, hey, uh, I want people who are searching for this, a lot of times they're going to give you well, 
pretty much consistently now, they're going to give you things that are not an exact match. They're going to give you things that they think are representative of the same pocket of traffic. Um, and, but, but something as simple as looking at plural versus singular words that people might type in could indicate a, a different level of purchase or buyer intent. Now, um, why do I talk about Google? Well, Google is just a massive search engine, but also if you're using this, Google knows who typed a specific keyword into search, and they also allow you to target those people in different places, such as in the display network on ads all around the internet, ads that run AdSense ads. Also on YouTube, you are allowed to target these people. You're allowed to figure out you know, based on based on maybe some search advertising, okay, this particular keyword has a lot of buyer intent for my offer, has a lot of purchase intent for my offer. Can I get all the people who type that into Google, can I get those people, can I get my ads in front of those people? And Google allows you to do that because Google is a search engine and they have search data for people who use them to search for things, right? Um, and so then if you're able to create this like red basketball shoes offer for people who type red basketball shoes into Google, of course, you can advertise based on that. But those people might still be shopping for red basketball shoes, you know, 18 hours later or four days later or something. And uh, and they may be browsing some site that's like a, you know, a sports news site or something. And suddenly they see an ad for red basketball shoes in the sidebar of the sports news site. And they realized that they didn't actually buy red basketball shoes last time. And so your ad is there in front of them and you can check that out, right? And that's about creating these ads that are targeted towards this high purchase intent and finding a way using the capabilities of the ad platforms to put that in front of them. And it works especially well for search. Uh, search does tend to be higher in terms of the cost per click than some other networks. Uh, but what you're getting is people expressing a purchase intent in the moment and you're giving them an opportunity to purchase from you based on that. Uh, Alternatively, there's all the interruptive advertising, so display, YouTube, Facebook, etc., where you're putting that in front of them. And something like a blue sandals offer can work on Facebook, right? But um, but if you're able to target people who are searching for red basketball shoes with red basketball shoes offers later, then that is a huge opportunity from you. So how do you profit from purchase intent? Um, you you basically need to identify that audience or the market first. And that's going to be represented by keywords, right? By things that they search for, by things that they look at, by things that they're places they're going to. And then you build a specific entry-level offer for that audience. And so that can be like a welcome ad or tripwire funnel where it's a low-cost product that they buy, and then you're going to have upsells, et cetera, associated with that. Or it could just be a lead generation funnel, so offering some lead magnet that's hyper-relevant um, or or a webinar, or like if it's e-commerce and somebody's searching for exactly what you sell, then just putting that e-commerce product in front of them is going to be relevant, you know, going back to the shoes, right? But if you build it from the, the audience or the market first, that allows you to be able to send that signal into the ad networks, like these are the people that we're looking for, can you give us these people? And 
they know who those people are and they can give you those people that have that high purchase intent. And especially as you're starting to get a little bit of traction for a new offer, getting that information into your into your ad tracking through like Google search is going to help the algorithms recognize who your people are. And then they're going to be able to take that offer and show it on a much broader basis to get you uh, leads from maybe uh, audiences that would be perceived initially to have lower purchase intent, but that are fairly similar in terms of their makeup and their likelihood to respond. So, I, I mean, this, this can go so, so much deeper, uh, but if you want to be able to predict who will buy your offer, uh, looking at cold traffic audiences and keywords and purchase intent and all of that, one of the best things that you can do is instead of saying, who's going to buy this offer that I've created, it's to say, who are these cold traffic audiences? What do the keywords that they're searching for represent? What purchase intent do they represent? And how can I use that to uh, either create or adapt an offer specifically to serve their purchase intentions? And when you go to build that out, I would check out the welcome at funnels to get new customers. It's linked with this episode. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. In every episode, I'm here trying to help you grow your marketing genius, you know, one episode at a time. I hope that I've done that here and I will catch you again in the next episode. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.